0: Hi, and thanks for listening to another audio podcast from Creekside Community Church, Narangba, Queensland. For more information and resources, please visit our website at www.creekside.org.au. You watch a video like that on Christmas Eve and it may kind of lure you into thinking that This is the most wonderful time of the year for everyone in the world, and although many of us probably are saying right now, yes, this is the most wonderful time of the year. We're celebrating with family, and we're celebrating with friends, and we get to celebrate this incredible gift that God has given us in the person of Jesus. The reality is, not everybody is experiencing the most wonderful time of the year, especially in our country, and so tonight, we want to just pause for a moment and pray for people all across our country and across the world that perhaps... Christmas this year is not the most pleasant and wonderful time of the year for them. Many are stricken by the drought. Many people are suffering because of the fires across our country. And so we just want to go to our God, who we believe is the great provider for all of us, that he might provide for our nation and for people that are suffering this Christmas. So would you join with me as we pray for our country? Father, we thank you that although we talk about this as being the most wonderful time of the year and sometimes we experience things in our lives that, Don't make it feel that way. We thank you that you still, above all of that, are the great provider for all of us. And so, God, we come to you tonight with great confidence and great excitement and determination, really, God, to ask on behalf of our country that you would provide rain, especially for those that are suffering through the drought right now. God, we ask, we beg of you that you would provide rain across our country. God, we pray for those that are suffering because of the fires that have damaged so much property and people have lost their lives. God, we pray that you would comfort those people this Christmas. And I pray that they might understand that you are the great provider for them as well. And then, God, I pray for people all across our country and all across the world that this Christmas perhaps is not the most wonderful time of the year for them. God, I pray that even in the midst of what they're going through, that you would show yourself faithful and the great provider for them as well, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. There once was a couple who had two children, a little boy named Johnny and a little girl named Sally, and they weren't quite in school yet. They were still preschool-aged, kind of underschool-aged, and they went off to Westfield one Saturday, right before Christmas, to go shopping And little Johnny and little Sally, as they were with their parents, they walked past Santa Claus and they saw this long line of people waiting to see Santa. And so they begged their parents to get in line so that they could meet Santa and they could potentially get a a picture with Santa. They got in line and after 45 minutes, little Johnny and little Sally finally got to meet Santa for the first time. They walked up to Santa, and Santa invited them to come and sit down on his knee. And then he leaned over to little Johnny, and he asked Johnny the question that so many have been asked before. Hey, Johnny, what would you like for Christmas? And Johnny told him what he wanted for Christmas, and then Santa replied with that thing that we've all heard. That second question, he asked Johnny, not just what do you want for Christmas, but then he asked Johnny, have you been naughty or nice this year? For the first time ever, Johnny was introduced to a concept that would stick with him for the rest of his life. Johnny was introduced to a system. He didn't know it at the time, but Johnny was introduced to a system that stayed in his mind for the rest of his life that there were two types of people in the world. People that get on the naughty list, which by the way, Johnny that year, probably on the naughty list. And then there were people that get on another list called the nice list. And then Johnny went to school the next year. Remember, he had been introduced to, by Santa to this system that there are people that get on the naughty list and there are some people that get on the nice list. And he began to understand, even as a little boy, little Johnny, understood that if you do good things, you'll get on the nice list. But if you don't do good things, if you do bad things, you'll get on the naughty list. When Johnny went off to school, his teacher further confirmed this system in Johnny's mind. Johnny understood very quickly in the classroom that if you do good things, the teacher sees you as being on the nice list. But if you do bad things, she sees you as being on the naughty list and things don't work out well for you. Johnny learned that at a very young age, that there was this system that if you did the good things in this life, you would get on the nice list. But if you did bad things in this life, you would get on the naughty list. Now, Johnny grew up. And he kept going back to Westfield year after year. And he would sit on Santa's knee and Santa would ask him the same question, Johnny, what do you want for Christmas? He would tell Santa what he wanted for Christmas. And Santa would ask him the famous question, Have you been naughty or nice this year? Johnny eventually got to the age where many of you probably are familiar with the movie The Polar Express. He finally got to the age where Johnny couldn't hear the bell anymore. Even though he would walk by Santa every year at Westfield buying presents, he couldn't hear the bell anymore. But shortly after that, Johnny took a job, his very first job ever. At this job, Johnny learned something very quickly. He learned from his boss that people that do the right thing in the workplace, they get on the nice list. But people that don't do the right thing in the workplace, they get on They don't call it that anymore because Johnny was much older now, but they get on the not-so-nice, the naughty list. And further and further, Johnny began to understand that there was a system in life where there are people that do good things and they're on a good list, and there are people that do not-so-good things and they get on the naughty or the bad list. Eventually, Johnny met a guy at his work named Bob. Bob was an unusual guy. Bob seemed to always do the right thing for some reason. Occasionally, Bob might do something that wasn't the right thing, but Bob was quick to apologize to his boss or quick to apologize to John, who no longer went by Johnny anymore. And John, he would apologize to John, and John noticed that there was something different about Bob. Finally, one day, Bob explained to John that he was a follower of this person called Jesus that had lived 2,000 years ago, but because he had begun to follow Jesus, John had this incredible peace in his life and he talked about this thing called a relationship with God. John couldn't fathom. He couldn't understand how is it possible that a human being could have a relationship with God because John believed Because of what he had learned from Santa and his teacher and his first boss, he believed that in order to have a relationship with God, surely you couldn't be on the naughty list. You had to be a person that was on the nice list. Finally, one day, Bob and John met in the break room, and John was asking Bob some questions about how is it possible, Bob, that you have a relationship with a God that you can't even see, a God that you can't even talk to? How is it possible that you can have a relationship with him? And Bob began to explain to John how it didn't matter whether you were on the naughty list or the nice list. God wanted to have a relationship with everyone. In fact, Bob read one day to John a letter that had been written thousands of years beforehand. A letter that was written in the first century Bob read to John a letter that was written to a group of people living in the city of Rome, addressing the very issue of the naughty and the nice list. John told, sorry, Bob told John, he said, in this letter it says these words. It says, for all have sinned and come short of God's standard. All of a sudden, John had all of his fears affirmed. That this system of a nice list and a naughty list was actually indeed true. But all of a sudden, John realized that there actually was no way to be on the nice list. Everyone hits the naughty list, John discovered. But Bob went on to read more of the letter. He said, John, that's not the end of the letter. Let me read the next part of the letter. He said to John, he said, for the wages of sin or the penalty of this sin is death, meaning that everyone on the naughty list is eventually going to die, which all of us in the room, we all know that to be true. We're eventually going to die. But John learned that day not only that the penalty for sin is death, but Bob went on to read the next part of the letter. He said, but John, there's some good news. He says the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Bob that day explained to John that when Jesus came at Christmas time and was born in a manger, it was actually a gift from God. And because of this gift from God, John didn't have to be on the naughty list anymore. In fact, Bob went on to read the next part of the letter, he said this: But God demonstrated his love towards all of us. Naughty list, nice list, doesn't matter. In that while we were all sinners, while we were all on the naughty list, Jesus came and died for us. So that everybody, doesn't matter what list you're on, makes no difference whether you think you're nice or naughty. Makes no difference, Bob would say. He told John that day that because of what Jesus did on the cross, all of us can have our sins forgiven. All of a sudden, Bob discovered that the system he had learned his whole life was the wrong system of thinking. And that Jesus at Christmas came to change the system for us so that no matter what list we think we're on, we can have a relationship with God because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. That's the whole story of Christmas. That's the whole reason why Jesus came in the first place was not to create some nice or naughty list, but to create a way for all of us to not be on any list, but on the list of children of God. So tonight, this Christmas, my invitation to you is the same invitation that Bob gave to John that day. Would you receive this gift that God wants to give you so you don't have to live in this system of naughty or nice anymore, John? You can live in the new system that Jesus has covered it all. Tonight, we're going to sing, as we wrap up our time together, a great Christmas carol. It's called Silent Night, Holy Night. And as we sing this together, I want to invite you to stand, and I'm going to have the band come up as we wrap up our time together. I want to invite you to stand as we sing this Christmas carol tonight. I want you to consider... What system of thinking have you believed all of your life? Has it been a naughty list or a nice list type of thinking like John? Or are you ready this year to no longer think of the list, but think of being removed from the list by what Jesus has done for you on the cross? That's the whole reason for Christmas. Let's stand together and sing Silent Night.